back to Judging Book Covers Podcast, a bi-weekly book club podcast, where today we are going to talk about the books that we loved from 2019. We're going to end the year, end the decade, depending on who you're talking about. Saying <laughs> talking it like about that. something <laughs> so positive and uplifting because it is that time of year. <laughs> I'm Megan, and as always, I am joined by my amazing co-host, Stephanie. How you doing? Right now, I'm very much in shock that it is the like I knew it was the end of the decade, but for some reason you saying it that way was just like oh my I know. God. <laughs> What's happening? Oh well it just hit me that Star Wars comes out in five days. It does. Which Christmas it is does. in like it does. a week and a half and <laughs> I literally had one present bought before this past Friday. <laughs> I have none bought, so you're yeah. you're ahead of the game. <laughs> I, there's something about Thanksgiving was so late this year that I yeah. feel like Christmas is so weird. Right. So yeah. it's it's definitely been a weird December. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're going to do something a little different. And uh, this is going to be our last episode for 2019. Because um, we're going to spend the rest of the month just celebrating. Yes. Um, so we picked our top uh, five, but we both ended up doing six um, books for 2019. And the reason for that is because uh, I ended up doing my top five ended up not including anything from the podcast. And yours included everything from the podcast. <laughs> so we did one more just to kind of balance that out. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so do you want to go first with your number five? Sure. Oh, my number five. Let's see the countdown. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I don't think I put them in any particular order except That's for number fine. one. So I know which one I'm going to save. Perfect. Um, let's see. One of the ones that I loved was A Princess in Theory by Alyssa Cole. Oh, yes. That romance. Um, I need to read more romance. Um, loved that one just because like, I feel like we had talked about one little detail where she basically went to pee after having sex and we were just like, this is so real. There was one other thing that I kept, I forgot to say and like kicked myself for not saying it on the podcast, which was when I think it's the first time they hook up. It's told from when it's told from his perspective. And he says something about her bra and underwear and that it's not like that matching like bra and panty set. And like, he was like, who needs that matching set? And I was like, yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes, that is definitely, I think, a more for women thing, mm-hmm. like to feel confident and comfortable rather than for impressing men. I don't think they give a shit. Yeah. Boobs or boobs. Right. Right. Get naked. <laughs> Get naked. <laughs> yes. I've actually gone on. I just finished the third one. Mm. They're so good. Oh, and she actually, uh, so she did an Audible only release. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the AI who loved me or something. I saw an ad for that and I was like, I got to tell Megan. I got to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I started it and at first I was like, because I don't do AI and robots well. I just don't. It's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And, and at first I was like, man, even Alyssa Cole cannot get me to be cool with this. <laughs> and I ended up turning it back on yesterday on accident mm-hmm. and was like, you know what? It's Alyssa Cole. I'm just going to finish it. I actually really liked it. Nice. It, it's not my favorite, but I, I loved it. Yeah, she's 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 very good at what she does. Okay, cool. So <laughs> I know I need to like get back to going to the library because they have more of her books. I need to like get more from the library and just keep going because I loved I loved A Princess in Theory. It was such a delight. <laughs> she's doing I think it's like Runaway Royals next Ooh. or something because I think the third was the last of the Reluctant Royals. Mm-hmm. And I think she's doing Runaways next, okay. which I think are going to be loosely tied in. Um, I don't remember when the first one's coming out. I think it's like May or June. Mm, so, okay. Anyways, 
we're doing another romance book next year. It'll probably most likely be Alyssa. Might Cole. be Alyssa. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number five is not as light, mm-hmm. but was still a fantastic read. It was uh, Parkland by David uh, Dave Cullen. Um, it was a look at what happened at Parkland. Mm. Um, but what I loved about it was that it focused a lot on what the teens did afterwards. Okay. And something that gets portrayed in media is so political and how they're not trying to be so political and what they're trying to achieve. And especially the ages that they are, it's yeah. fantastic. And, and it does, you know, discuss some of the discourse that the teens had because of all this and, and not all of them are, you know, for stronger gun violence and or for gun control and things like that. But the ones that are, and why they're doing it, and how they're trying to do it, and how they're trying to talk to both sides. I think it's, just, it's really well done. Yeah. Um, and something that I tried to avoid because still having siblings in, in high school, school shootings yeah. just make me a nervous wreck. Absolutely. Um, but I highly recommend if you want something that's not entirely focused on the shooting itself, but like what was achieved after yeah that's good i like definitely that, that they really focused on that because those kids definitely a lot like they did so like and are doing so much they you know that's i like that they focused on that yeah the fact that they refused to just only have two minutes because that's all that it seems school shootings get these days mm-hmm. is you know a couple of days and then it's on to something else and right. or the next one they were yeah that, that's even worse yeah. but they did what they could to make an impact yeah so uh, that I really liked. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see. My number four was Pines, the first of the Wayward Pines trilogy. Nice. And uh, kind of a, a little bit of a theme in my top five. I definitely finished the series because I liked it so much. Um, definitely loved the mystery of what the hell is going on here. Appreciated that. I liked how we both appreciated that description of when the Abbey ripped his like <laughs> shredded abs. <laughs> A man wrote this. <laughs> a man wrote this. <laughs> Definitely made me laugh in the moment, which I'm sure is not what they, what Blake Crouch was going for, but I loved nope. it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I just, and then like finding out what the Abbeys were was very yeah. interesting. And like just when you finally get to find out how much time actually passed, like what year it actually truly was, was like a little mind blowing. Such a good series. Blake yeah. Crouch is so good. Yeah. And then finish the series. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I had to. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, as our guest so elegantly put it, fuck Blake Crouch. That was, <laughs> got to the end, I was like, this is it. This is what made Tim say that. For sure. For sure. Yep. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my number four is The Loneliest Girl in the Universe by Lauren Jones, which I think I talked about last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a girl that her parents were on a rocket ship to go to another world um, to hopefully expand the human race. They end up having her um, and then everybody on ship dies um, and everybody on earth is doing whatever they can to keep her alive Mm -hmm. so that she can get there. They end up sending out a second rocket ship um, with one guy on board who she ends up kind of falling for and World War III breaks out on earth. So it's basically just the two of them in the universe. And then she starts to realize she doesn't know who this guy is. And... (laughs) And uh, who knows if he's lying or what's going on. And and it gets really creepy. And I just thought it was a really great theme on that. Yeah. The whole uh, creepiness. Nice. 
So, and it was obviously one of the first books I read this year. Yeah. And um, uh, it was one of the first books that I read this year, and I think it is still just very high up there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, my number three was another first in a series that I finished. <laughs> um, <laughs> Howl's Moving Castle by Diana Wynne-Jones. Oh, that was so good. I loved this so much. I loved just the magic and like Sophie speaking life into things and not realizing it. I loved Howell and his ridiculous self-obsession of, you know, just spending hours in the bathroom pampering himself. And then when he actually goes to save Sophie, he's like haggard because he didn't like take yes. the time for that. Um, I loved Calcifer, the fire demon, who was like his little sarcastic biting self. Um, I just I really loved that. And then like how it's this fantasy world. There's a fire demon. There's like a witch. There's like all this stuff going on. But then at one point you're in Wales, just in Wales where Howl like was actually born or grew oh, up. Yeah. yeah. Like when they go to like the real world, I love that. That was just like slipped in there basically. And then I love the rest of the series too. <laughs> I was looking to see if it's uh Cause I ended, I never watched the movie. I haven't Did either. Up- no. And it was playing at Providence place mall at one point around that time. I just didn't like <sighs> go see it. And I should have, I should have. It looks like it might not be streaming anywhere, mm. anywhere, but I, the website for just watch has changed. So maybe I am wrong. Well, hopefully, hopefully we can find that. Yeah. Cause I definitely want to see it. And I also kind of want to read it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I, we read so many good things this year. Yeah. I totally forgot about that book. That's yeah. such a good book. Yeah. I also realized, too, when I was going through my Goods, Goodreads list to um, figure out how I ranked things, I was like, oh, there's some shit missing from here because I was comparing it to our spreadsheet. And I was like, oh, no, I didn't put that on there. I didn't put that on there. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was like my goal of like, like I had like a very small goal, just like 50 books a year, I think is what it was. And I've definitely passed it, but it doesn't look like it because I didn't put them on the list. <laughs> oh, got to get your list updated. I know. <laughs> I should create a good reads just for the podcast was, so that we have like yes i was literally thinking that as i was doing this yeah. i was like this was for the podcast this wasn't this wasn't as i'm scrolling so yeah you know. so that way we could have like a a way for people to find i may do that yeah i like that uh, 2020 yep 2020 list add in that good reads list for for jbc yeah uh my number three was laughter at the academy by shannon mcguire this is a short story collection that I read in October um, that just, I, I already loved Seanan McGuire and I'm, spoiler alert, I've got another one of her books on my list. <laughs> um, but I don't love short stories mm-hmm. and this collection made me realize that I could love short stories and that they can just be so insane in 20 pages yeah. or 50 pages or something. Um and it's everything from mermaids to um, mad scientists to dinosaurs to urban legends to everything that you can think of is in this collection. And I mean, I just told the story again about Uncle Sam, which is my favorite story in the collection, um, which is the story of why women go to the bathroom together to my dad and stepmom <laughs> this past week, um, because I just love it so much. Yeah. So uh, it's dark and it's just delicious yeah so highly highly recommend yes. <laughs> um maybe also a little dark and delicious my second my number two was the moors the the play by jen silverman i loved yes. that so much <laughs> 
For, I'm so glad. Like it's starting with the casting recommendation recommending that it's a diverse cast. So I was like, yes, I'm in. I'm in for this. Yes. And then just the like the maid Mallory is the parlor maid and ha- is pregnant but then she's Marjorie when she's the scullery maid has typhus and then she's Margaret when she's an author and like taking the scullery <laughs> cap on and off and <laughs> oh that's so good and then I loved Agatha and her just very matter of fact yeah I did this yeah I walled up my brother I left him with some bread it's fine although that was like three months ago whatever like I loved her <laughs> Women just doing what they want to do. Yep. And then, yeah. like, that little romance and intrigue between her and Emily. Um, and then, of course, Huldy's awesome power ballad after she kills her sister. Like, yes. just go. I want to see. I want to see this. I need to see this. <laughs> yes. Have you seen um, the trailer for Into the Heights? I don't think so. Uh, uh, it's the, the Lin-Manuel Miranda musical from, I think it was 2008. That they've made into a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't I seen it yet. I'm going to look. <laughs> didn't realize in the background, um, Rosa from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm-hmm. she plays one of the shop women. Huh. So it's a very different Rosa role. Yes. From, different from Rosa. Yes. And uh, I've watched this trailer so many times in the past. Okay. But just speaking of a diverse cast, and and uh, I started listening to Six the Musical, which is also a very diverse cast. I think, like, looking at a cast and seeing that much diversity always makes me fall in love with it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Yes, yes, yes. Especially, like, uh, so Six the Musical is Anne, uh, Anne Boleyn, uh, Henry VIII's Wives. <laughs> and then you've got, like, I think only one was white in the original mm-hmm. cast. Just love it. Yeah. Just like, yes. Yeah. Very good. Absolutely. One of the things I love about Hamilton, like. Yeah, just, exactly. Oh, yes. The time I found a Hamilton puppet was like, oh, yeah, he's white, isn't he? <laughs> right. He's like, not. Oh, right. That's what you not look actually like. Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> That's disappointing. <laughs> uh, speaking of diversity, my number two is Red, White, and Royal Blue, which is by Casey McQuinston. Uh, this book also won Goodreads Romance Book of 2019 and their best debut novel. Um, it is about the uh, president's son, mm-hmm. who is uh, half Mexican, and he falls in love with the Prince of England, mm-hmm. who, and it is about their uh, relationship, <laughs> and it is a wonderful uh, queer romance that is just hilarious. Like, I was crying <laughs> from laughing at one point, like... There's a scene where he has the pardon turkeys uh, in his bedroom because they weren't sure where to put them. And then he's like, this is the biggest mistake of my life. And just <laughs> the way that it's done, I was just crying and yeah. had to put the book down for a minute just to laugh. And um, it just was such a delight, especially given politics today, you know, to have a president that seemed competent <laughs> and... Those were some good times when we had that. Yeah. And uh, made a PowerPoint presentation on, like, not using White House resources to, you know, have secret affairs. And, you know, (laughs) which is a fair thing. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I just, good romance year for me. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. My number one is not romantic. We're taking a turn. Uh (sighs) Uh-oh. It was lock and key. Written by oh, Joe yes. Hill and illustrated by Gabrielle Rodriguez. This is definitely one of my absolute favorite 
graphic novel series, like another one again where I had to finish the series and was then devastated and gutted all throughout. Um, I loved that we for that that challenge was was picking a comic that was not done by the big three, which was I think a great choice on our part <laughs> yes. to like really try to branch out and get something that maybe we weren't too familiar with. Because I had never heard of it. Um, and just immediately being pulled into the lives of the family, like uh, Tyler, Kinsey, and Bode, and being worried about them, and like their mom, and just the magic of the keys. And I love how there were clearly times where we would just see a page where the art was showing us that they found all these other keys and had all these little adventures. But that's not the focus of this trade that you're reading. So you're just getting like a little snapshot of this is what's going on. But now we're going to launch into the true story, which is like... <laughs> All that happened, but that's not part of the true story right now that we need to focus on? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I really hope the Netflix uh, show focuses on some of those yeah. smaller ones, because it'll be so Just good. little offshoots, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, I loved that series so much, and I don't, I it definitely gutted at certain points at the end with how yes. things ended for certain characters, and just being like... I feel like I was maybe a little more destroyed than when I would read some books. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if it's just the art that goes with it, you know, but I love it. And I actually, I was kicking myself because I was like, oh my God, I got those from the library. Why don't I own them? This is terrible. Because I wanted to like you look know. through them last night as I was putting this list together. Yeah. <laughs> so I know I was doing yeah. the same thing. I was like, I don't know why I haven't just bought yeah. those yet. I'm going to. I probably just don't have room. That's probably why every time I go, I'm like, yeah. I don't I'm going to make room. <laughs> yeah. It's happening. No, definitely. Definitely. So. Yeah, Joe Hill uh, was not someone I had read before 2019. That mm-hmm. is definitely impressive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that art is so good. It's and I'm, so good. I'm, I'm both apprehensive because I know they're going to do another arc, mm-hmm. but, uh, but also very, very excited because, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I just, I don't get the impression that he's the kind of guy that's going to do it halfway. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What was your number one? My number one book was Middle Game by Shauna McGuire. This was also like my most anticipated book of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it did not disappoint. It was, it's also really kind of hard to describe, but basically um, they put God forms and two t- kid, like babies and it's the books about these kids growing up and one's the math half and one's the word half and it's just this story that is in reality but not in our reality and like Shauna McGuire has a way of weaving in magic into real life that I just can't find anywhere else Mm. and the amount (laughs) that you're just rooting for these twins they're twins and and the hard life that they lead and the, the the manipulations that they do. And it's, it is a very hard book to describe. Hmm. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. Shauna McGuire is a genius. I'm, I've got her uh, Spider-Gwen books to read. And I think this trade that's coming out or the, the finishing this week is the first one where she doesn't have to really do a crossover kind of thing. Okay. And so I'm really, really excited to see what she does with superheroes. Nice. Um, and I like I had read some of her stuff because she's I've read her couple of her series, but I don't know this year, I just like dived into her work and and everything is just it's so impressive mm-hmm. <laughs> to see how someone's brain works. Yeah. 
and uh, and middle game, I think, is just a great example of just intelligence in, in books. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> um, but it was dark, and it was one of the few that – because I read most of the time on the subway, mm-hmm. and I don't read a ton at home, and that one I was reading at home. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So you picked a book that we didn't read for the podcast. Yes. What was your favorite book then? That- Technically not one book. It was Saga. Uh, getting okay. fully caught up on yes. Saga by Brian K. Vaughn and uh, illustrated by Fiona Staples. Like, <sighs> one talk about heartbreak. Exactly. <laughs> I, I almost said it while I was talking about Lock and Key, but this was definitely another one that just absolutely gutted me um, when I finally got caught up with everything. Um, I had started reading it last year. And like I knew I wanted to read it because what the first uh, trade I think it is it has a, um, she's breastfeeding the child on the cover and I was just like yes yes, yes. and this is a, a diverse couple like <laughs> yes yes um, they're from different planets literally from different planets like <laughs> uh, it's it's so good um, so I got caught up on that and just love the story and just oh god I'm very excited to see what happens next. And I'm also like, maybe that thing that gutted me can somehow be reversed because yeah. I am devastated still just thinking about it. <laughs> like, I want to reread it, but I know that. I know it's coming. I, I, yeah. Maybe I you know... just stop right before that happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, I used to do that when I would watch Moulin Rouge, Ru- Moulin Rouge in college. Yes. I would usually stop, like, when the lovers are discovered, when that gets said, it's like, oh, it's all downhill. Except I really do like the um, the tank, uh, Roxanne. So I'll watch that and then that's it. <laughs> Because it's all yes. bad from there. <laughs> uh, but yes, Saga was definitely, I'd say, my number one that was not for the podcast. Um, and I'm very excited for it to come back, but also ready to just be more devastated, you know? I know. That's going to be just... Mm-hmm. I mm, yeah, I don't know if they've announced when they're coming back or when that's going to start up again, but hopefully soon. Because yeah. it's been over a year now. Yeah. So I guess I could poke Alex and ask. He probably knows. Yeah. Um, so you? my favorite book for the podcast, um, which you just said all these excellent choices and I'm kicking myself because <laughs> they were all so good. Um, <laughs> but I went with An American Marriage because uh, by uh, uh, Tayari Jones mm-hmm. because it left such an emotional mm-hmm. streak with us yes. that no other book came close. Yep. And, and I, was, <laughs> I picked it up and showed it to my stepmom and was like, you need to read this. Yes. Because it's going to make you angry yep. at everything, but it just does it in such a good way. Yes. And um, yeah, I, there like no other book we yelled about as much. Right. I don't think, and and but still loved it. Right. It just was so well written. Um, yeah. Makes you feel a lot of things. Yes. And uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I wonder if it's one of those that if you read it at different points of your life, uh, yeah, you feel different things. I'm very curious about that. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. No, yeah. it was it was definitely uh, it made me excited. It is also one of the reasons that uh, I I uh, brought up when we were so our 2020 uh, book challenge is up online. You can find it on our Instagram. Yes. You can find it on our Twitter. Um, there. Is, and it's on Facebook now, too, because, yeah, yeah. Um, figured out how to do that. <laughs> and it is why we ended up adding um, a book from Obama's list to 
um, to our 2020 because um, I've actually never really paid attention to his list other than the fact that he did one. Mm. But to to get this book from that list and realize <laughs> what an educated politician mm. reads. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> it's so, yeah, I'm excited to see what he puts out for 2019 nice, based yeah. on this. Yeah, same. So Same. Yeah, that was an amazing one. Um, yeah, we had some really good books this year, both for the podcast and not for the podcast. Yeah. No, yeah. I think we did. Then uh, that's why we're doing the, another book challenge, because I think it was super successful. Yes. And um, outside of our birthday ones, but we've, oh we're God. doing something a little, little different for those this year. Yeah. And uh, blame Tim entirely 80s, for mine. Yeah, no, that's entirely Tim's fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we've definitely have some good ideas for 2020. Yeah. And uh, we are looking forward to putting those into action and yes. getting back into more diverse books and uh, and branching out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I also like that we kept some things the same, but obviously we'll have to like yeah. branch out even more. You know, I just and that but we also came up with new things. So I'm excited to see what we get to read. Yeah, I think they're, they're broad enough that, you know, you could actually probably pull up last year's and do it all over again yeah. and still probably come up with a different book every time. Yeah, definitely a different um, 1985 bestseller, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to let him back on the podcast, aren't we? He's got, I think he needs to redeem himself for content. Although I will say That's again, fair. I'm very glad that we all felt the same way because it would have been real awkward <laughs> if even one of us was like, guys, I fucking love this. <laughs> I know. I know. That would have been so bad. Oh, oh my God. It, it would have been a, it been I mean, funny. that was already a, an, an, an interesting, funny episode, yep. but it would have been a different yeah. kind of funny. There's so much giggling from like minute one. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, so yeah, uh, any plugs, anything that you're doing that, uh, um, not really just the rest of the year, I think going to be kind of quiet, just trying to relax. Um, yeah. yeah, my job actually like shuts down technically like the entire company for the last like week and a half week, week and a half. <sighs> so every time you don't talk for- about your job, don't forget I'm a contractor and I don't get paid, <laughs> but oh, okay. That's yeah. different. Yes. And they, but some- hopefully this time next year you will be a part of it. Yes, and, and won't be working because I am going to be working because there's 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 the option to. So I'm working definitely not Christmas obviously, and I think the day after and then not New Year's Day, but I think I'm working every other day just to like but it'll perfect. be like kind of low key and stuff. Um so just cuz I don't know how busy we'll actually be because like people yeah. will think we're closed, but we're I'm hoping it'll be the opportunity to really clean some stuff up and get some stuff done. Is some stuff taken care of. So um, just looking forward to just kind of a low key end of the year relaxing. Cool. Yeah, I got to like I think I need to I think I need to make a personal book challenge or at least like a checklist because we talked about like classics that I have still haven't read Pride and Prejudice, seen the uh, Kira Knightley movie a million times, haven't read the book yet. <laughs> like I think I need to do that for myself so that when it's time to talk about what are you reading next, I'm not staring at my bookshelf like, I don't want to read that. I don't want to read that. Or this is all stuff I've already read. So I think I might need to put something like that together, even if it's just like 10. And then I branch out on the, the rest of the books I don't do for the podcast. But yeah. yeah. Just so you can have a list of like, yeah. I don't know what I want to read next. These are what I was planning on right. doing. These I want to pull from yeah. because I've always wanted to read them or feel like I should read them or, you know, yeah, yeah hopefully they're good. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've got uh, – I just bought another edition of Little Women, which I think 
is my second one I've bought this year, but I can't find the first no. one, so maybe I ended up putting it back. Okay. Um, but I haven't read it in 20 years. Love the movie. Mm-hmm. I love the PBS, the parts that I've seen. I haven't finished it. And I'm so excited about the, yeah. the one that's coming out on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And But I was really nervous that I'd pick this book up that I loved as a kid and be like, oh, no. But I started it and immediately was like, oh, I do love this book yeah. so much. It's so good. I'm put so, that on my yeah. list because I haven't read that in years either. Oh, Starting that list yes. right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is a uh, very um, early 1900 sounding, but I think it's still so relatable. Yeah. So, um, yeah. If you want more top whatever for the year, I am going to be on Panelology, which is uh, Alex's podcast talking about my favorite comics. Mm-hmm. For 2019, nice. um, which will be comics that came out in 2019, which is always a problem for me because <laughs> I tend to just read whatever because I came into comics late. Yep. Same. So the worst at keeping up with things. Yes. Uh, so I'm very excited to talk about that um, with those guys. We we typically because I'll be in town. So it's always around a big table and it's always a lot of fun and uh, goofing off. Awesome. Um, and then I'm also going to be on... Um, Media Evil, a medieval pop culture podcast, um, which is hosted by friend of the podcast, Sarah F. Decker, um, where I am going to be talking about A Night Before Christmas, the new Netflix uh, holiday. Nice. Crap. <laughs> that we still talked about, I think, for four hours because there's just so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we will be back in January. I don't have a clue what day we're coming back, but we're coming back. Um, and until then, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at JBC Podcast. Um, we will, I will, we will put a sentence together. Uh, we will announce when we're coming back in January. And uh, until then, keep supporting your local libraries yes. and have a good New Year's. Yay! Happy New Year.